Teeny, episode number 69. On today's show, the ladies discuss sexism in the skeptic community, the political ramifications of the modern existential dilemma, and enormous, fearsome, glistening dongs. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Simone. How are you, dong? I'm Dong very well. Thank you, Stephanie. How are you, Dong, on this particular episode? <laughs> well, I was kind of thinking that um, we would just skate right past the 69 thing because we're, you know, in our 30s and way exactly. beyond all that. But yeah, I mean, we'd it's be just remiss. a number. I just don't think that would be consistent to the nature of a podcast about Dongs that we didn't at least say. Yeah, we know this is episode sixty-nine. So yeah, we have to have to. Wait now up. let's talk about sexism and and women's rights. And women's rights. That's what we have uh, and... in line for this episode. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> listener, before we started, she said, "Are we going to make mention of the fact that this is episode 69? <laughs> and I and I said, "I will leave it in your capable hands since you are doing the intro today." <laughs> they proved to be really capable. So, having technical difficulties. Yes. Um, so when did you first learn what 69 was? Because just when thinking that, I, I remembered when I learned and, and how disgusted I was and how I was sure I would never do that. Gosh, well, I remember, I think some older kids told me about it. I don't quite remember being told about it. I think I know the kids that told me, my neighbors who were like two and four years older than me. But um, yeah, I remember telling another kid about it uh, when I was 13 because I remember the classroom I was in. And that's how I know I was in year eight. So that's how I, I know uh-huh. when I was telling telling them about it. But I remember being such a bitch about it because I was being all like, you know, 69. And they're like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, don't you know? Like, don't you know? <laughs> No. Just being such a bitch. And then I'm like, I remember trying to make a six and a nine with my hands and trying to explain yes, it. Me too. Yeah, yeah, but then it stopped making sense when I did that. So I got confused. <laughs> <laughs> so those are my earliest memories of, uh, of, uh, of, of speaking of and understanding 69. So, um, yeah, when, tell me about your 69 uh, 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 learning. Uh, I'm ashamed to say that I. I told my sister about it. Like, <laughs> I think she was, I was also in year eight or eighth grade is the correct way to say it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I just remember telling her that and then going, ew, I never want to talk to my sister about sex again. <laughs> and I don't think I ever did <laughs> after that. What possessed you to but, tell her about that? If you just, we're going to suddenly get so creeped out. Yeah, I just remember, well, it was the hand motions that did it in. Um, yeah, th- yeah. That was just the capper. I'm like, I, bleh, this is just, I feel like I've crossed some sort of line here. So <laughs> I couldn't ever do it again. But, you know, it sounds like the most awesome thing. And, and then when you try it, you're like, okay, this is distracting. I, <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't everything everyone says it is, maybe. I, I, I remember them, t- no, I remember the first time I knew about blowjobs was in, um, but I don't know if they, if this is common in Australia, but when I first heard about them, they were co- people called them head jobs. And um, so when I first heard about them as head jobs, a girl at, um, at, my, uh, at my Girl Scouts told me about it in the kitchen. Scout, somebody was saying something about a head job, and I was like, what's that? And they told me, I was like, what? People yeah. do that? People yeah. put their mouths? <laughs> I was shocked. But anyway, but then once I, I got used to the like, idea, I just kept talking about it all the time or just say gross things about it because it was just so <laughs> wonderfully shocking and I like to say obnoxious things. My friends used to put me on this thing called the treatment because I used the to treatment. talk the treatment because I used to talk about <laughs> sex and make sexual references all the time. This is just me and a bunch of girls, but I was just so curious and interested that I just kept saying things about head jobs and blow jobs and I used to pretend to be a lesbian and like like flirt with my friends just to creep them out. And anyway, but if I made oh, wow. too many references about sex they'd say okay you're on the treatment or you're on the program and if I talked about sex 10 times they, that day they would stop speaking to me 
Good lord! You and I were cut from the same cloth. That's so weird. That's so weird. Oh man. Don, you're on the program. I know. I feel like I'm always the one that that brings the brings that sort of thing to the group because like just today I was hanging out with my friend who's a therapist and and I said you know I said something about sex and she's like oh yeah I'm just not really connected to to that for myself personally and I'm like but you're a therapist and you deal with me and she's like oh I know I can handle other people's stories but you know just when it comes to me talking about it. so I thought that was kind of interesting yeah no, I get that. I never talk about myself. I just talk about it in general, freely. But right. yeah, but I'm not into uh, getting personal. So yeah. yeah. So interesting. Well, there you go. We covered. 69. We give ourselves the treatment. Yeah. <laughs> we're Something on the, we're on the treatment the for the rest of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no more. And if we talk about sex ten times, we have to just end the episode. <laughs> you are on notice. Okay. Okay. So, um, who, where did you see this band that has um, only a couple surviving members left the other day? Uh, no, <laughs> they have three out of four surviving members. Um, yeah, I saw the Monkeys. They uh, they are reformed without Davy Jones, who died earlier this year. And um, yeah, but Mike Nesmith is back playing with them, and he hadn't played with them like I think since the '60s, or if he maybe briefly recorded an album with them in the 90s and because um, yeah he's just always been you know such a sort of difficult snob type so he's been you know so he's been aloof but he was back and so our friend uh, Rachel who I recommend following on tr- on Twitter DJ Rotary oh, Rachel so she's so great um, but she's working for them doing their video that's playing behind the, the show so she's you know been working with them and hanging out with them so yeah they did a warm up show in Escondido and we got to go and there was like this this theater but there was only like 50 people in the audience just like friends and family and stuff so we were in the front row and got to see this free monkey oh show God. so yeah so it was super super fun Aww. yeah so thank you for that rachel Aww. and you guys have loved them for so long yeah well, i mean i'm not like a massive greg like knows their stuff really really well whereas i i like them to an extent but yeah so i, I still really, really i associate the them with supergrass of course oh yeah just yeah, a yeah. little bit Oh, yeah, because um, uh, after Supergrass broke, uh, Spielberg approached them about making like a modern day monkeys um, series with Supergrass. And I'm so conflicted about that because, on the one hand, I'm like so glad they didn't because it just maintained their musical integrity. But at the same time, I would so love to see that show. (laughs) I know. I feel the closest we got is in the All Right video when they kind of did the monkeys walk together. Yes, yes. And then that's that's it. Yeah, that was such a monkeys-ish song though that they did too. It was, it so was. Um, but anyway, but um, so the monkeys were great. But then um, on the, I believe on the car ride on the way home, I, so we stopped at a gas station. Fucking Greg or Tim buys a fucking Smash Mouth CD because it's a dollar fifty, oh. and they think it's funny. It's just Wait, like, oh. oh, that's this is Tim Heidecker yes, in the car yes. with you. Yes. And a, Luckily, it didn't get played. Oh, no, it did get played for a little bit, but then nobody even thought it was... It wasn't even funny enough to keep playing it. It was just awful. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> That's right where it becomes funny to Tim. That line where most people get turned off, Tim's, like, just getting ready. No, no, oh, nobody God. wanted to hear it. No, Greg didn't want to hear it. it just, I think it only was only on for, like, maybe one and a half to two songs tops. It was just not not funny and um and i might and the cd remained and i wanted to throw it out like i was clearing all the garbage and the chip packets from because it was a long drive it was like two and a half hours each way so i was collecting all the chip packets and stuff at the end of the night from the car and i'm like i wanted to take that cd and throw it out with the rest of the trash because <laughs> like no no it might be fun for something I'm like oh like re-gift it to somebody as a joke or some shit anyway wow. um yeah and it was that like, is a good white elephant gift Yes, it is. But it was still in the car, and I went. Um, I met my friend for for tea uh, on the weekend, and um, and they had to give the car over to the valet. And I quickly looked, and like, it was a nice oh. hotel, and like in the console, are, like Taco Bell receipts and a Smash Mouth CD, and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I like Come I quickly no grabbed people the Taco get Bell's. rid of that stuff. Just What's like that? it's like not flushing the toilet, Simone. It is. It's so <laughs> So I quickly shoved the receipts in the glove box and put the Smash Mouth CD in the back pocket in the back seat. <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, so we had the Smash Mouth CD, which, you know, it's like so horrible. And anyway, my friend Mike was also with us. And he oh, said Mike. something about about offsprings. 
fucking hate offspring and he gets so passionate and angry about stuff he hates and I was like oh really now Neil Hamburger retweeted this girl like uh, last week or the week before who tweeted something like anyone who says they they hate uh, All Star by Smash Mouth are lying and I was like what planet are you on (laughs) of course people would hate that song like I can understand liking a song and also understanding that people would hate it so I was just like the idea that someone couldn't understand that about that song was unfathomable to me right because to me it's like surely Mm. you can like something and just say yeah well I can see why this boy's this guy's voice might grate on people's nerves but uh, anyway so Uh, yeah, so I was I was quite stunned by that. But anyway, then Mike says he hates Offspring, and I was like, oh, really? I just wanted to tease him, like even come out and play. And he's like, whoa, what's that? And I like sang him a bit. He's like, yeah, that too. And I'm like, self-esteem. He's like, I hate self-esteem. And yeah, and so I was like, and how do you feel? How do you feel about about Offspring, Stephanie? Me personally, yeah. Um, the, actually, self-esteem came on the radio the other day, and I was really excited, and I yeah. turned it up. Like, yeah, I, I love it. I love. I mean, I know that they suck. You know, I know that their their style is really bad. I I think I saw the lead singer guy like in the airport last time I was in L.A. Like in you know boarding some flight to Mexico with some <laughs> you know whore who had you know blonde hair and fake tits, right? And and they call themselves punk rock, right? So oh. I remember like in '95 I was making a mixtape for my boyfriend, and there's this one Offspring song that I liked called "Bad Habit" uh-huh. that was on that self-esteem whatever come out and play cd and i really liked it and i put it on and um it's about like getting road rage basically and he's like oh my gosh i can't believe that no wonder people like call them punk because this actually sounds punk but the other stuff that they (laughs) (laughs) this thing doesn't sound punk at all but i love bad habit and yeah sorry mike (laughs) yeah well that's the thing i love i love come out and play and i love self-esteem but then like i hadn't really thought about until he said that but then I, i realized that like offspring are kind of just the same as Smash Mouth and just having that same sort of grating you know awful vocalist you know what I mean and just this re- yeah. sort of fairly you know safe generic sound- sounding music and I mean and they sound so horrendous now I mean I certainly don't like them anymore but I still really like those songs but it just kind of really put me in a tizzy that I realized I liked something that was technically <laughs> as horrible as Smash Mouth and didn't realize it all this time you know it's <laughs> like what? Yeah I remember when I first came to terms with that realization so it gets easier but the the initial realization yeah. is the hardest part yeah yeah so i was, further I was down the seriously road. sitting and like <laughs> pausing and like comfort. reflecting on this in on this realization it's like wow i mean i really like that song but yeah it is well, really bad like, just... i have a theory behind it because like i tied my identity to the stuff i liked for so long you know yes. starting whatever adolescence and i'm like this is who i am i am this kind of fan this is what i yes. like this is what i yes. hate you know and then when i'm when the then the lines start to blur a little bit and i'm like oh shit <laughs> what does this mean about who i am at my core yeah so. yeah I think that was the issue for me. Yeah. But. I think, I mean, I've liked plenty of things that I, I acknowledge to be shitty. I think the problem for me was that I had not yet acknowledged that to be shitty. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, well, I like I like Toxic by Britney Spears, but I acknowledge uh, that she's worthless and that it's all about the samples. You know what I mean? Like, I've already, like, broken it down in my musical intellectual brain about <laughs> why it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, just that bullshit, but I hadn't done it with Offspring mm-hmm. yet. So that's why I was like... Wow, I totally fell for that. But it's, that was such a nostalgia thing because I was 17 at the time. I went to my first music festival and they were playing. I didn't actually watch them because I only did really like those two songs pretty much. But um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I just remember like walking out away because I went to see Hole and we left seeing Hole and Offspring were playing and Self Esteem was going and the sun was setting. You know, it's just this nice memory. It just sort of encapsulates that whole period in my mind, you know? So, you uh-huh. know, that it's it's always going to have that for it, but yeah, whatever. It is technically shit. So, oh well. So, yeah, uh, the other difficult. night David was talking about his fantasy football team and I'm like, <laughs> and he, he's good about not talking about too much and kind of hiding that he does it for me <laughs> as much as possible. But I was getting annoyed cuz he's like, "Oh, we had, you know, talking about the draft and how we had to do something with the draft." And I just go, "Somebody wants oh. me." And he goes, "All right." <laughs> I just love that exchange. It cracked me up because I just had this thing like four notes. And he goes, all right, you made your point. Wow. I'm proud that you even know, not proud, I'm disgusted actually, that you know that many words to it. Like, I don't know uh, 
um, I might know all of them. Wow. Because it's at the it's at the end of Shrek, and oh, um, Judah yeah, was yeah, like yeah. two or three, yeah. and he loved Shrek. I hate Shrek. Like I oh, I, I just hate Shrek. the animation. I like the donkey. I like Eddie Murphy's the donkey, <laughs> but the rest of it drives me crazy. But uh, yeah, there's like thinking of another scene, but that's irrelevant. Um, a few days ago, I had in my head a Billy Joel song that I know how it goes, but I couldn't think of a single word that in it to Google it and find out what it was called. Oh, so, awesome. um, oh, fuck, how did it go now? But anyway, but like I was like doing the whole, I was like, like humming the whole verse and chorus and everything, and I'm like, I don't know what this song is, and I can't Google this at all, and I don't even like it either, and it's stuck oh, in my I head. It was it just is. such a What's bizarre. The with the that's it. That's it. That's, that was that. the song. Yeah, but all I was going. It's still rock and roll to me. It's still rock and roll to me. I couldn't even get those words out. My mind was going. Like it was just going on and on like that with that. Where have you been hanging out lately, honey? You can't dress flashy unless you spend a lot of money. It's next phase, new wave, dance craze. Anyways, still rock and roll to me. Thank you. I knew as soon as like, if I hummed it to somebody, I could tell, but I was alone and I just wanted to be able to Google it and I was stuck. Oh. Do you like how I could tell? I could like pick up on what song it might have been yes. when you said that you were wondering magical. what it was. Um, <laughs> speaking of Billy Joel and Tim and Greg, I was at some sort of after party with them last year and um, they, Tim and Greg decided to play Uptown Girl seven times in a row on the jukebox. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so excited. I thought it was the most hilarious idea that ever been concocted. But then they wouldn't. The jukebox was programmed not to do that. <laughs> such a disappointment. Oh. I was disappointed. Now, um, so yes. I texted you some disturbing news over the weekend. Yes, you did. I well, was very disturbed. just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> And I've already, I also texted Aaron and Ben, and they go, we need to hear the entire story from start to finish in your words, please. And I'm like, well, you're in luck, because I get to tell this about the yes. So, Judah and I have this thing where he really wants to know what the N-word is. Like, he knows that there's a word that starts with N that's the worst word in the American lexicon at uh-huh. present. And, you know, um, he knows all the bad words except for this one, and... I, I haven't been telling him just kind of to hold off on and give him kind of to help him appreciate the full weight of just how offensive it is and you know the whole historical thing it's just so weighted I'm like I'm not going to tell you for a while until I'm until I'm sure you're ready and so he's always like when he hears a new word that starts with N he's like what is it is it nitrogen <laughs> is it nexus <laughs> I'm like no no it's not it. So, yesterday morning, it was Sunday morning, and I woke up and decided to watch a documentary on the Crips and the Bloods, as you do. And so, Judah decides to come in, and he's the N-word is just, like, flying around. And, um, I, he, and he, he knows, I'm like, you can't repeat these words, you know, when we watch something that has bad words in it. Like, he knows, I'm just, I just want you to know, honey, that if you say these words in, in school or anything, you would get in really big trouble. These are offensive to people. But um, the N-word was in there, and I realized he he wasn't clear on that he couldn't say that word. So I was like, right. okay, I guess it's time. you know. And I said, okay, you know how you've been wanting to know what the N-word is? Well, the N-word keeps coming up in this documentary that we're watching. And um, I just need to make sure that you know that. So um, I think you're old enough to know that this is a really bad word, and it has, you know, because of these origins, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, the N-word? It's in this? Is it Nika? <laughs> N I C K A, because that's how they were pronouncing it. Yeah, basically. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's the one. And I'm like, it's spelled like this, and black people are allowed to say it to each other, but you may not ever say it to anybody else. <laughs> I'm like, just trust me. It's just, just how it is. And, um, yeah, then, then I also had like a little talk with him about how I think that the N word and the F word have traded places in severity. In uh, yeah, the American lexicon in the last 50 years, where I think like 50 years ago the F word was really verboten and um, the N word was pretty common, and yeah. now like the F word is everywhere and the N word is like, oh my god, you never say that. Yeah. So I kind of talked with him about that, and I'm like, you know, words are words, and they, you know, 
it's the intent behind them, but people misread things a lot of the time, and so you have to be very careful about. Isn't it ironic that I'm the one who's telling him this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Should tell him not to listen to episodes. I think ten and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's gonna hear these one day. It's like God, that lying bitch. <laughs> listen to oh, her. <laughs> so afraid I'm so afraid and so then also like I don't know how the subject of periods came up but um, I've talked with him about it a little bit before and then I think I don't even think it was in the movie like it came up somehow or he was looking at some ad and he's like what is this what is a period and I'm like oh it's this thing that happens every month to women and it's, it's not a big deal and it's fine and you know just kind of trying to keep it light and i'm like there's blood involved but it's okay it doesn't mean you're hurt and it's nothing like unclean or anything it's just really normal part of life and all this and he's like huh while you're saying that mom all i can think of is the n-word and it's swirling around in my head and i just want to say it (laughs) did you let him say it I said, you can go into your room and you can say it in a pillow or something if you want. Like, that's what I tell them about bad words. Yeah, yeah. Just to take the, like, the specialness out of it so they don't go crazy. I'm like, you can go into your room and say it. You can call me whatever name you want, but you have to do it in your room. And, yeah. You know, it's disrespectful to do it to my face, but that's my, that's my policy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go call me the N-word into your pillow. <laughs> don't tell me that. <laughs> Wow. And this has been Adventures in Parenting. Yay. Somebody once told Stop me. Stop it! What did I do? <laughs> that was a, that's a side effect of parenting. That I know that song because of Shrek. I'm not your because husband. I'm not your kid. Do not do that to me. <laughs> that will be my drop, though. Like the <laughs> think outside the bun <laughs> for Adventures in Parenting. No, if that's the this segment is cancelled. <laughs> Speaking oh. of Taco Bell news, yes, do we have any for this week? We do. In fact, last week uh, you may have heard a little disclaimer on the much anticipated subject of food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a little technical difficulty in when we started to record that, so we canned it. So, because um, it wasn't all there. But anyway, so we're, we're, we're reviving it for this week. So, first of all, before we get to Taco Bell, uh, listen to Tasty. Uh, he's gone all crazy on Reddit. I don't really understand Reddit, but we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so on Reddit, he found um, uh, this post. Um, it says, um, let's see. A few nights ago at Chick-fil-A, the drive-thru attendant gave me the total for their order of $6.67. The window attendant, different person, also said $6.67. Twice. I looked at my receipt later and the total was actually $6.66. They refused to say it. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Just won't say $6.66. It's that policy. Anyone who works at Chick-fil-A, can you tell us if that's any sort of policy? Yes, if anyone works there now or has ever worked there. You would think they would do their pricing structure to prevent that from happening with the, with whatever the tax rate is at the time. You know, because they're so fucking paranoid. But here's like what I think is extra... Superman 3 where they rounded down and embezzled all that money exactly. just in one cent. <laughs> Those were like fractions of cents. But here's what's sick about this is that they didn't give the consumer the benefit of the doubt against Satan and charge them $6.65, which would have been a nice even round down and you wouldn't need to get yes. pennies involved. They made it $6.67. That they is stole. fucked. They stole. So they, they didn't invoke Satan's name. They, they stole. They stole. So Satan <laughs> was present still. So fuck you, Chick-fil-A, for that in variety of reasons um fuck you with something hard and sandpapery yes ouch um <laughs> and what did you say about supergrass in the 666 last time um oh yeah um there are they use these chords in richard the third their song richard the third that these chords that were banned by the catholic church in i think like the 16th century because oh. the they they are like sixth. They're like triads of the sixth. Um, no, I'm trying to pronounce the S I X T H. I sound retarded. Um, <laughs> it, you know, it's like this musical theory thing where it's like the sixth note of the scale, and that's the chord you play off of it. And um, anyway, it just like makes this kind of spooky 
kind of you know how it's kind of like a minor key it starts off anyway and um so i think that they i heard they used those chords specifically because they were banned by the catholic church at that some is point so but. awesome it makes that song so much more hotter than no. ever God, I love I that song. no wonder i love that song do we want to um, make that our closing song again even though we've done it before but we love it so much absolutely excellent so i think we stay have tuned to. listener richard the third super grass so awesome and satanic uh, so uh now i also had from last week which we didn't get to another edition of taco bell news think outside the bun <laughs> so my taco bell news again from listener tasty again via reddit and um uh, this is a post from a guy with some very valuable information i think and i find it very valuable as a, as a taco bell consumer I used to work at Taco Bell for a four to five year period when younger, uh, becoming an assistant manager at one point. Everything is essentially cooked by placing it near boiling water for 30 minutes, which is completely fine since all food is completely cooked, frozen, stored cold before that point. All food is actually high quality, just pre-cooked, shipped, stored cold for preppies. Okay, I question the high quality aspect of it. Just because it's fresh doesn't make it high quality. Right. But anyway, <laughs> so that is somewhat Roger questionable. Roger that. But at least everything else is just based on observation and not his opinion of quality. Um, <laughs> so, the reason so many people have problems with Taco Bell food, however, is not because of the food itself. It's generally the handling practices of it, especially after 9pm and before 12pm. After 9pm, most crews at Taco Bell are getting ready for clothes by removing the food from the heated pans into, line, into pans lined with plastic bags, decreasing serving temperatures and increasing bacterium. The later it gets, the worse the food is going to punish you in the morning. And before 12pm, <laughs> the food is generally from last night. Most everything that, was sold, that wasn't sold at the end of the shift is stored in those plastic bags I mentioned before, covered in ice and stored in the refrigerator overnight. Then is reheated and mixed with half fresh prepped food. Bacterium at this point I'd imagine is through the roof but these are all industry standard practices so no laws are being broken but you best believe shortcuts can and will be taken because when it comes down to it the 19 year old kid making your food wants to do nothing more but go home at 3am and generally doesn't give a shit about food standards best time to get Taco Bell this is my favorite part best time to get Taco Bell is between 1pm and 8pm peak business hours food is always fresh never on the prep line longer than an hour or so Refried beans at dry storage, mix one bag with three liters of near boiling water, let sit for 45 minutes, and voila, beans. It's the one thing I haven't been able to eat since I found out how they were made, even though it isn't really all that bad, it just strikes me as odd. Anyway, I always go to lunch at 1.30, so when I have my, you know, my, my, my Taco Bell at you know, when I'm at work, which is like once a week or less, it's going to be around between 135 and 145. So I'm feeling pretty good about my Taco Bell purchases and I don't eat the meat. And yeah, I think uh, that's why I've never been sick and may never well be. So hooray. Maybe someone's watching over you, Simone. I think so. Maybe somebody is. Cute, cute Supergrass. <laughs> Ever wonder how we all get through? Maybe someone's watching over you. Now, Oh, what do you so have that to say concludes about another edition of Taco Bell News. <laughs> Think outside the bun. Got it. Got it. Okay. Cool. Last night, though, still, I, I was reminded last night. I was talking with some people about how everyone always orders the same thing at Taco Bell and they never deviate. Is this true for you? I have two things I get. I, I, I think no. Oh. I have sometimes I get a taco. My main thing is a Mexican pizza without meat. Uh, then I'll get a taco supreme without with beans instead of beef. And, uh, and then occasionally I'll get a seven-layer burrito. So I have sort of those three things in rotation, but it's usually the Mexican pizza. Oh, okay. Because so, yeah. I always get two bean burritos. Yeah. I don't, know if one, I, I don't know if I reported this, but I actually had the Doritos taco again on my own time without an audience. What? <laughs> I did. You didn't tell me about this. I didn't. You didn't tell good. the Teeny community. I know. I can't believe it. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. But yeah, I did it. This was like a few months ago, maybe two three months ago yeah. and how did it treat you this time it's fine yeah it was good it was fresher it was warmer because i ate it right away instead of 45 minutes after purchase so <laughs> yes i remember in the only okay in, in high school i was known for loving taco bell bean burritos like that's my favorite fast food and it has been ever since 1991 and um for a time in college though i started getting into the seven layer burrito and then they took it away what and i was really sad and they took it off the menu in texas at least 
um, around the same time, I think that these were two independent, like, coincidental type of things, but there was a Primus song called Winona's Big Brown Beaver oh, yes. that had a line in it that goes, smells like seven layers, that beaver eats Taco Bell, and it was, like, all bleeped <gasps> out in the MTV video. <laughs> I didn't know that line. I wouldn't have got it because I didn't know about any of those Taco Bell things at the time I knew that song. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. I love Primus so much. I do not. All right. Um... I was. I have on the document here that you have an issue about sexism in the skeptic community. I do. Can you tell I, me a little more about that. I personally haven't experienced it, but I came across an interesting article uh, last week hmm. or the week before, and um, I guess this girl, mm-hmm. um, she's you know one of these you know people that you know she's got a blog or whatever, and she's got a bit of a following in the atheist community. So she was asked to speak at um, this this atheist atheist conference. And um, so she spoke at the conference and she was speaking about um, how being an atheist online is perceived differently coming from a woman when she tries to sort of, you know, share information about it. And, you know, she gave a speech. It was well received. And then, you know, the people hanging out in the lobby and, you know, she continued to discuss the issue with other atheists, issues of gender and objectification and misogyny and such and such, you know, and everything's going fine. And... You know, and she's talking about, you know, women and how they're treated in this community, right? So then she's, you know, mm-hmm. sort of done for the night. She says, excuses herself, saying she's tired and she's going to sleep. So she heads towards the elevator. A guy breaks from the crowd and follows her and gets in the elevator with her. And then as the doors close, he's like, don't take this the wrong way, but I find you very interesting. Would you like to come back to my hotel room for coffee? And she declines and gets off when it gets mm-hmm. to her floor. So anyway, but so then she puts this video blog out um, soon afterwards, mentioning the incident and just sort of said with a shrug and a laugh, guys, don't do that. Like it was just sort of very counterproductive of the guy wanted coffee. Hmm. There was coffee served in the lobby. You know what I mean? Like clearly the guy's inviting oh, yeah. her back to her room. Right. And it's just the two of them. You know, I think it makes complete sense to feel sort of awkward and uncomfortable when a guy sort of got you alone to, to ask you up to his room and you've not even met him before, you know? So, you know, she. She mentions that and kind of says, again, you know, sort of laughing a shrug, guys, don't do that. And and left it at that. Well, then she gets a fucking shitstorm of, you know, atheist guys saying she should be raped and calling her a cunt and calling her a slut and all kinds of horrible, horrible a things. A slut for not going back to his room with him? Well, just because they just start saying all this shitty, shitty misogynistic shit to her because she didn't like that a guy uh-huh. said this. And then... Richard Dawkins, who had also been at the conference, he ends up chiming in on it and posts this really sarcastic comment. So, uh, not on her thing, it was on, like, I think she must have a Muslim uh, uh, friend of hers that also has a blog. So here's the sarcastic comment that Richard Dawkins left. Dear Muslima, stop whining, will you? Yes, yes, I know you had your genitals mutilated with a razor blade and yawn. Don't tell me yet again. I know you aren't allowed to drive a car and you can't leave the house without a male relative and your husband is is allowed to beat you and you'll be stoned to death if you commit adultery. But stop whining, will you? Think of the suffering your poor American sisters have to put up with. Only this week I heard of one. She calls herself skeptic. And do you know what happened to her? A man in a hotel elevator invited her back to his room for coffee. I am not exaggerating. He really did. He invited her back to his room for coffee. (laughs) Of course she said no, and of course he didn't lay a finger on her, but even so. And you, Muslima, think you have misogyny to complain about. For goodness sake, grow up or at least get a thicker skin. Rigid. So that just encouraged the haters. But I just hate the idea that Uh all she was really doing is saying that this is not okay to sort of, you know, put a woman in this position, and that's kind of what she was talking about. And just so much hate Mm -hmm. and comes comes from it you know what I mean but I, I think it was important for me to mention this because you know we're always talking about you know Christians being fucked like this and I think atheists like to think well we'd never do that because we're so smart and you know, <laughs> we're, we're, we're more thoughtful and progressive but it's it's I don't I really don't think it's um it's the case somebody uh, somebody a guy another thing she posted was a guy tweeted if I run into Rebecca Watson at TAM 9 I imagine that's a conference if I run into Rebecca Watson at mm-hmm. TAM 9 next week I'm totally copying a feel like that's just <laughs> shitty things <laughs> Am I a bad feminist for laughing at that? <laughs> no, no, no. It's funny, but it's still shitty. Do you know what I mean? It's just making light of, yes. of, of, of the uh, Yeah, the and that's the whole thing about... That's exactly it. Like, like Richard Dawkins, like, that's really funny and smart, but he's also marginalizing her experience. And that's exactly. Just, just because problem. somebody that's has it worse. All human interaction across the board. That's why... 
they're even having that conference because people haven't been listening to each other well enough and so they have to create communities in order to repair exactly. that and restore healing and I know <laughs> so, it's so I mean you can't if, you, if, if, time, right? if, 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 if you're t- gonna say well somebody's got some really really fucked up shit happening to them so that's all we need to be talking mm-hmm. about then all these fucking conferences and shit you know what I mean so much of what what people are mm-hmm. doing needs to be just dismissed and just focus on this the really fucked up shit it's like that's not what it's about it's like there's it's multi-layered and you know that's why we have the phrase first world problems yeah. you know it's like yes she's not being general general yeah genitally mutilated but she has other issues that we have to deal with within our culture you know and and i i Mm -hmm, was really mm -hmm. just grossed out by how dismissive that was and and i went to um an atheist get together maybe a year and a half ago and uh this this some guy added me to join it like the uh, godless liberals group and mm-hmm. I never went I was like oh because I'm just so antisocial but one time I was like finally I'll go I'll go so I'm sitting with these people and it's fine whatever we're chatting I don't relate to them that well but you know whatever it's fine and then it was at a Mexican mm-hmm. restaurant I just say to the waiter oh is there a lard in the beans because I don't eat meat mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and they're like, no, there's no lot in the beans. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, well, then I'll get the refried beans. Oh, you're a vegetarian. And I just have to get all this shit. Like, you're supposed to be, like, open-minded, like, free thinkers. And, like, you're totally giving me shit. I didn't even bring it up. I didn't start proselytizing to them about anything. I just asked the waiter if there was lot in the beans. And I have to hear all this shit. Wow. And I got ganged up on by, like, three people. Like, oh, we're smart men and you're a silly little vegetarian kind of vibe, you know? Wow. And this guy who That's- had... That's really make that makes me really upset. Yeah, I was really I like pissed. You know, I'm like, wh- I'm. It's it's like I think any community you get into, you you're always running the risk of people. Once they find yeah. the community, they get too too full of themselves and they feel too empowered, and then they'll start fucking thinking they've got all the answers. Yeah. You know, and everyone else yep. who thinks differently <laughs> is stupid. So it doesn't it doesn't have to be Christian. It doesn't have to be atheist or anything. I think it's more that that empowerment gives makes people. So Stupid, you know. So yeah, that was that was just so um, obnoxious. And this one guy, the one this one guy that was giving me the most shit, he's he's telling me that uh, you know he, he before this had happened that is you know he's raised evangelical and you know he broke free from his parents oh. and you know and I couldn't remember if he'd come out to his parents as being atheist yet. But anyway, and then in the, in the process of this shitty conversation, he's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but my dad's a butcher, so <laughs> like of, of course I'm gonna oh keep eating God. meat. It's like, well, your dad's an evangelical, you idiot. So. <laughs> you broke free yeah. of that. Like it's just so the opposite of what he'd been saying. But I didn't think of saying that until later, unfortunately. Wow. But yeah. So yeah, such obnoxiousness. But well, on the um, you know how I talked on Don Kenny last week that some blog, some Christian blogger named me part of the anti-evangelical hate yes. machine. So the comments have been going, you know, raging and, and getting really dumb. And and it look, you know, if I were to look at that and and say oh these are christians i'd be like i want nothing to do with any of this yeah <laughs> which is uh, which is why they're they don't like my blog right because i'm kind of calling them out but someone um so i made a comment on there i go honored to have made this list i put that on there oh good and then this girl goes yeah and and then some girl named melissa goes um stephanie i don't see why you even care what this blog does and and then some other guy goes yeah sniping sniping the things saying that you're honored to have made the list is really childish and i (laughs) and i replied and and i go i don't see why you think i'm childish just because i only eat mac and cheese and i willfully pee whenever i don't get my way (laughs) (laughs) and and then the melissa girl goes no i think all those things speak for themselves about why you're childish and i'm like (laughs) fuck you humorless evangelical like i didn't say that you know yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay i'm out <laughs> yeah but yeah win. this is who we're dealing with right so. yeah Ugh. and david was really awesome because he yesterday he got into some facebook war <laughs> conversation with one of his friends from his evangelical past some guy named cj who's like saying that this is a travesty that obama won and i've hidden all those people from my feed so i don't see anyone who's like sad that obama won in my feed right but so he saw it and and so he's replying, he's like, I don't see why you have a problem with these things, CJ. And and he goes, you know, David Drury, I just wonder where you went wrong. Oh. And David's, you know, David was kind of reading this stuff to me. And he's like, I go, are you going to reply to him? He's like, nah, there's nothing I can say to that. And I'm like, I really admire how you can just walk away from it. Yeah. Like a lot of people are like, no, I must convince them. And David's like, oh, no, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. I've, been, I've been that person who thinks it's my responsibility to convince, you know, and, know. and feels, you know, personally insulted. And I'm like, well, I'm not 
not there yet. <laughs> I know. It's funny because he, he, he's able to say no, you know, in, in a direct thing at him. Whereas um, my friend was had a bit of a falling out after the election on, on Facebook with a girl. And just and one of the oh. things this girl said was... Um, if uh, you know, I, I served my country, and I'm you know, a, you know, an injured veteran, and blah blah blah, and I I didn't serve my country for this, and you know, if people don't like, it, they should leave, go move to Europe or something. It's like that's not why you served no. your country to get your own way, and it was just like making me so angry, you know, and was, yeah. and I wasn't even involved in this thread or anything, and I and I am friends with her on Facebook, but I have a sort of hidden, so I don't have to see all of her right wing bullshit. But anyway, mm. <laughs> it was like I wanted to go after her and be like. And tell her all right. everything that was wrong with that, and it's like she didn't even say it to me, and I didn't even see it. I like looked at it afterwards because I knew about it. It's like, yeah, that is really, yeah. really good of David to avoid that. But I didn't end up saying anything, and and I, I left it. But yeah, walking away is, um, yeah, it's a, it's to be treasured if you can do it. It really is, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> oh, um, I'm not there. Well, on the subject of the election. Uh, I read an article that a Kenyan woman uh, gave birth to twins uh, on election day and she mm-hmm. named her twin boys Uh-oh. Barack Obama and Mitt Romney. <laughs> oh, oh, she did not. I feel so bad for little Mitt. You know, because yes. like you're just, you are the loser now. You are the dud kid. Like it's just. The kids, I mean, kids in Kenya, they love Barack Obama, right? They, he's so beloved there. And then you're Mitt Romney and your brother is Barack oh. Obama. Like, God, that is They're just going, so one's fucking gonna ha- cruel. Uh, one day, Barack is going to have to move to a coast and Mitt is going to have to go to the Bible Belt so that they can just exist. <laughs> Seriously. But this oh. woman lives in Kenya? Yeah, yeah. She's a Kenyan woman, 20 years old. Wow. Yeah, but I just think. Poor Mitt is fucked. So, anyway. you know who I feel sorry for is Greg, who had to go to Branson the other day. <laughs> I know. Well, he didn't have to. He chose to. So what? He, yes, because they had a day off, and he decided that. Well, oh. he, I mean, here's the I thing: if you haven't, if you haven't been, you, it's you're very curious about Branson, you know. I've so, been. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, oh, you so, I mean, been. you okay. as in people in general. If, if, if one yes, hasn't yes. been, you would be curious. How dare Branson. you suggest that I personally haven't been to Branson? I apologize. I apologize. I'm sorry that that in, was miscommunicated. I, I know. I know full well you've been to Branson. Don't worry. I don't mean to brag, but I used to go to Branson every weekend growing up. Oh boy! So he wanted to see because he's got a joke about where he talks about seeing Bill Haley, Bill Haley's comets, and uh, they play in Branson. So Bill Haley, of course, is dead. But there's two original comets in this band. So Greg's like, "There's a day off. Comets live on. Let's go to." And actually, he wasn't gonna go if 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 Mitt Romney won the election. He wasn't gonna go. He's like, "I don't need to be in that fucking place." If if Romney oh. won. So yes, yeah, so he he Obama won. Hooray! So he, uh, um, yeah, so he decided to go to Branson. And um, anyway, yeah, so while he was there, he saw um, he saw the uh, Bill Haley's Comets show. And I guess the theater held about 700 people, but there were only about 50 people in the audience on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, my God. Yeah. Seriously? Sounds, sounds quite sad. Um, but anyway, so uh, there was a, so he had like a, it was a, a local paper, the Ozarks Christian News. And it had a picture of a tombstone that read, United States of America, born July 4th, 1776, died November 4th, 2008, dug up and killed again on November 6th, 2012. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. So yeah, so that, that, that was, that, that's the, what Greg was talking about. I mean, you can see why he just couldn't fucking stand to be there if, 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 uh, Obama had lost. Um, so in the theater, in the theater, there was like a there was like a mirrored cross, a giant like six foot mirrored cross in the in the uh, in the uh, in the theater lobby. Um, anyway, so yes, yeah, so he took a bunch of pictures and sent them to me. I, I hope there are more. But there was this mural that he took a picture of of these like squirrels that were really brown, and and they were wearing clothes that had really big buck teeth, and I don't know, they just looked really racist. It just looked like. Look at these funny brown things in clothes. You know what I mean? Like it just had a really weird, 
racist vibe. I don't know if I'm projecting that because it was Branson, but I didn't care for it. I'll put it up on the on the um, Dongtini website, and listener, you can judge if you find that offensive or not. Um, <laughs> um, oh let's my see. gosh! Also, did you see Victoria's Jackson, Victoria Jackson's tweets? No, I did not. Do you know who she is? Yeah, yeah. She's um, yeah. She she started tweeting things like. America, I'm so disappointed in you. Thanks a lot, Christians. <laughs> she was like tweeting stuff like that, and Patton Oswalt was retweeting her, and he's like, "Never stop tweeting, you screaming dollop of batshit." <laughs> <laughs> you screaming dollop of batshit! Wow, I love it. when you say and dollop like there's a spoon then, involved. I love I that. Know dollop. <laughs> screaming dollop. And then um, yesterday, my friend Matt Barnhart sent me a link to, to butthurtoverthelection.com. No, wait. <laughs> I might have it wrong. This is why y'all need to go to dongtini.com. It's something about butthurt and the election, and it's a Tumblr page, okay? But go to dongtini.com and get the actual link. Don't take my word for it. She but um, then Duncan Trussell retweeted it. Sounds great. Duncan Trussell, like retweeted it and he was like this is the best site ever and then I got like a bunch of his stupid followers not that they're stupid sorry I just got a bunch of them like asking me weird things I'm not going to reply to <laughs> but I appreciate the followers in, in um, theory <laughs> God, there was um, uh, there's so many people who think that uh, Obama didn't win the popular vote it's unbelievable Yeah, yeah. you know like he totally won it like he had like 51% yep he won by a lot yeah, no, he won by a ton. So I, I, I just, like, it's it's like they, they heard, like, that Romney was ahead when 11% was in, and that they just stuck with that. They just stuck with that. You know, there was 89% more of the vote to be counted, you fucking idiots. Oh, who am I shouting to? Our listeners aren't any of those people. <laughs> <laughs> we have no response, by the way, to the, to, the, to the call for Republicans. <laughs> we got none. So thank you, listener, for being not Republican. <laughs> We're doing what we can to keep the Republicans away from Don Keeney. <laughs> yes. So, um, one last thing Greg uh, took a picture of. I don't know, two things. There was a placemat um, that really I found really depressing. <laughs> Um, Ooh, a depressing placemat. Well, yeah, it was it was like a picture of like a, it was like a, it was a nighttime shot with like all lit up, you know. He's trying to like have this you know Las Vegas strip vibe, you know. And there's this really depressing sign that says Branson, Missouri, but it's just a fucking giant backlit sign, you know. So it's just bleh, it looks like a sign for a mall, like a really small mall. <laughs> and then there's just behind it is just Howard Johnson, Best Western, like. <laughs> <laughs> Riverboat Motel. Like, there's nothing there, you know? It just looks like shit. Like, this is your, this is your strip. Motel. Yeah, so I'll put a picture of that, but that really bummed me out. And Greg wanted to buy it, you know, to use as a placemat for the cats. And I was like, I was like, can we use it? I'm like, we can use it sometimes. I'm like, how much is it? He's like, $3. I'm like, I really don't want to look at that all the time. I could look at it sometimes. So... <laughs> I don't think he got it. I told him he could, but I, I didn't want to see it all the time. Oh, God. Because we, we sometimes feed the cats in the bedroom because they won't eat out, outside sometimes. So it's so it's like, I don't want that in my bedroom all the time, you know, because we have a little placemat down there. It's like, no, thank you. So, um, oh, yeah, and the last thing that I wanted to point out was there was a sign that said, what happens at grandma's house never happened. And I... Oh. <laughs> That sounds awesome. <laughs> it sounds it sounds kind of awesome when it's grandma, but if that said grandpa, I mean, I think there's some child abuse going on. Like that's fucked <gasps> up. You know what that I mean? Does it just, sound way it just worse. sounds like such like you know stifling of, of, of sexual misconduct. <laughs> oh, seriously. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is that like you you know how the grandma thing doesn't smack of any kind of sexual molestation, but I was in group therapy with a woman who was molested by her grandmother. Oh Jesus. And I was I know it was horrible Ugh. because you don't ever think of that like that's not any kind of popular thing but No. Popular. Don Teeny <laughs> bringing it down. <laughs> oh man. Look at um, yes, listener, you please have to go to dongtini.com because we're going to have all sorts of exciting links to people being butt hurt over the election. And we're also going to have pictures of people making the number six and nine with their bodies, um, which you may have never seen before. But in honor of our episode, that is why you should go to dongtini.com. 
Um, also, please go to Amazon to buy all of your dildos and cat food and yes. click There's a link now on the website. Or, yes, on donkey.com. Yeah, I've now fixed the link so you can see it. It's there. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And please call the dong line 323 301 dong. Yay! Dong is in Wiener. And until next time, bye, Simone. Bye, Stephanie. independently in partnership with feralaudio.com, an artist-friendly podcast collective. This artist reserves the rights to their materials. Visit feralaudio.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast.